Kia ora, and welcome to the Katoitoi 2021 podcast series. This is a special limited edition podcast series of five interviews commissioned by Creative New Zealand as a part of the 2020 Katoitoi pilot. This interview and illustration sits within a series of commissioned essays, interviews, podcasts, and artworks to be published over 12 weeks supported by CNZ. In this special series, we'll hear from five of the review panel, each of whom looked at work within three categories to help select the final compiled archive for this year. Kia ora, I'm Louise, Design Assembly founder and director, and today I'm talking to Maria Devereaux. Maria is Executive Creative Director at Colenso BBDO in New Zealand, recently named Cannes Line Agency of the Decade for the Pacific region. Having started her career at Colenso BBDO as a designer, She's since worked in creative roles both locally and internationally on a range of clients, including Google, BMW Mini, Air New Zealand, and Mars Global Pet Care. In 2019, she was named an Adweek's Creative 100. And in 2020, she co-created a leadership program designed to bring empathy to the way we work and lead. She is a passionate member of the Mentally Healthy Change Group in Australasia, and was recently awarded a Certificate of Excellence at Campaign Asia's Women Leading Change Awards. She's collected over 100 international and local awards for her work at multiple shows, including two one-show Grand Prix and three one-show gold for her work on pedigree selfie sticks. Kia ora, Maria. Um, thanks ora. for joining me today. I'd like to start by asking you to tell us about yourself. Um, where do you come from? How did you come to design and what does your day-to-day -day look like now? Where I come from, um, I grew up here in Auckland, went to university um, here in Auckland with you, Lou, which is <laughs> a nice connection. I've since lived um, in Toronto in Canada, um, but happy to be home purely really because the creativity in New Zealand is, is so outstanding. It does feel like this magical place at the bottom of the earth that seems to be able to do the work uh, no one else has the guts to do or is brave enough to attempt to do, which is exciting. My day-to-day -day job is um, as an Executive Creative Director at Colenso BBDO here in Auckland. My job really is to um, create not just the best work in New Zealand, but the best uh, work in the world. And Colenso historically has always done the work no one else does. We continue to try and push boundaries of and find interesting solutions to our clients' problems. I love that. And I grew up and started my career here at Colenso. So I've kind of come full circle. And this is definitely my my creative spiritual home, which is nice. As you say, we study together and, and study design. So um, I think that's quite interesting um, to the design assembly and ka toy toy, um audience in terms of having that kind of background and perspective and going into the more of the advertising world. Um, How has that kind of influenced and informed how you work? I think it's actually more of a, uh, it's a bigger factor in my in my day-to-day -day life and job than I realise. Like I still see myself as a designer and who works in advertising. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a real passion for craft, obviously the, the you know, visual craft of everything. So um, I think that can add a lot to an idea. I love ideas also um, equally. So the combination of of a great idea and um, beautiful craft is kind of like unstoppable in terms of its success and its impact on society. 
And I also think it's quite interesting how you talk about, um, you know, living and working in Canada Canada, and, and having that kind of realisation of what we can do and produce here in New Zealand. And, you know, was that a really essential part of your journey to um, live and, and travel outside of um, New Zealand and kind of come to that? Yes. Yeah, I did want to go and experience different markets and living in Canada and working for an agency over there which had um, offices in the US gave me the chance to um, to sort of work across both markets. One of the clients I um, ran at the time was McCain Foods, which is, a, you know, we know, know them here for their, ah, uh, McCain, you've done it again, yeah. <laughs> Logan. World famous, you know, for that. But um, they're a Canadian company that are one of the biggest companies in the world. They supply all the McDonald's um, French fries. So, Working on that piece of business and traveling to the US um, and across Canada to do so gave me the chance to, I guess, sit in some really interesting boardrooms and have some really interesting discussions. It taught me a lot about the business side of advertising and design. It didn't teach me quite so much about the creativity. So, yeah, there's something about New Zealand in terms of its ability to create unique, incredible work that is is. I don't think we realise how amazing we are and even like reviewing all the work for Katoitoi like that just reinforced that view for me like I just saw so much work that felt so fresh and um, so incredible and if anything as an industry I think we lack confidence and um, we need to sort of appreciate how incredible we are and we need to stand tall on the world stage and and celebrate. You know in the context of um, COVID-19 and yeah, not being able to travel kind of and live overseas at the moment um, for young creatives and designers. Where would you um, kind of tell them to look to for this experience or kind of find this, you know, kind of experience within our own country? Well, I think there are, I think that taking a job to work with a person rather than a company is would be my advice. And there are actually lots of people relocating home to New Zealand or moving to New Zealand given that we are this COVID-free paradise at the bottom of the world. So I think there's still a huge opportunity to learn from um, from people who have global experience. I would just hunt them out um, in agencies and in design companies. We have just had someone start here, uh, Rob Campbell, who is a, a planner, so he's a strategic creative person, um, and he's worked at the best agencies in the world, Wyden and Kennedy and RGA, and um, his impact in like four weeks of being here has been huge, and I'm already learning a lot from him. So I think in every agency and in in every design um, studio, there's likely to be someone that you can learn from. Finding the people you want to learn from that are doing the work, kind of work that you want to do is probably essential, really, if you can't travel. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for uh, filling in some of your background there. And um, it's really interesting to hear your thoughts in context of where we are right now. So today we're um, together to talk specifically about the 2020 Katoitoi Archive Project and your role as a reviewer and the process you went through. So if you can start by telling us uh, which categories you reviewed and um, a couple of projects that really stood out to you. Yeah, awesome. I reviewed three different categories. So as I kind of go through, I'll talk about the pieces that stood out within those categories. The first one that I reviewed was self-initiated. There was outstanding work in that category. One piece that stood out to me was um, the Betty zine um, by Zofia Seymour. 
I thought that was beautifully designed and the fact that it was by woman for woman and for such a sort of unique audience, like women who are passionate surfers, I thought that was a really interesting um, interesting audience to try and target. And design-wise, I think it had a beautiful femininity to it, but it still felt strong. Whether they realise it or not, they've sort of almost developed a, a um, strong feminine design style through that piece, which I think is, is really awesome. Um, the next category I reviewed was packaging. I was really happy to see in, in the um, in the submissions the Senza um, drink from Akin. Um, I'd already seen that out in the real world and I'd seen it and instantly been drawn to it as a piece of design and then gone and hunted it out because I liked it so much and I needed to know um, all about it. So I think interesting timing for a product like that, like a, a drink that is about wellness. Um, obviously, it's an etho botanical product so it has like I think small amounts of cannabis or or an extract of cannabis in it there's an interesting push towards wellness post-covid you know that industry is absolutely booming and so it's a great time for I think for a product like that to launch and then in terms of its design it felt so fresh to me I absolutely love it it's the first kind of it's the first product of its kind in the world, I believe. But from a design point of view, that felt like something I'd never seen before. It would be my favourite thing from from everything I reviewed and from the whole archive. I have to say, hands down. I also reviewed campaign, um, and once again, something else stood out which I'd already noticed in real life, <laughs> out in the real world, which was um, the McCarthy Arts Month campaign. I thought that was. That was outstanding in the sense that it felt like the work itself was a blank canvas that had been created by artists, you know, and even, you know, I don't know if this was part of it at all, but you can imagine like blank posters being put up around the city that invited people to actually create um, their own art, you know, would have been outstanding. But that, that felt incredibly fresh from a design point of view and so right. And overall, um, Within these three categories that you looked at, you know, were there any kind of trends or are there any specific insights that you can talk about? Um, I think one thing I was really happy to see is that there was no sort of distinct New Zealand design style. Like in the past, I'm talking like 20 years ago, a lot of our design started to have a flavour to it. And that has been changing over time. It feels now that we don't have that. We have like great pieces of individual work. Everything has a really unique style. It, it is all really world leading, I think, in terms of design. So I was really pleased to see the, the sort of broad range of, of work and from, you know, across all different disciplines. I think it represents what we do as a country really well, the archive. And was that something that you thought, you know, beforehand that you might see um, a preconception Yes, I guess so. Mm. Yeah, I was sort of worried I might see stuff that feels kind of all a little bit similar. So I was happy to be proven wrong, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And in that respect, um, would you say that it's about seeing design that's actually, you know, working with its community or its audience or stakeholders and producing design that's being effective rather than um, having an overarching style? Yes, that's a great point. I think that is that is true. Like the design is 
yes, that's right. They're designing to solve a problem, um, you know, and and to be as effective as possible. And there were lots of unique ways to solve problems, which I think is another thing we do really well. I mean, it is the kind of age-old number eight fencing wire sort of approach to, to things, but that does come through in our design work, I think. Like, we don't want to do what everyone else is doing. We want to do it differently. We want to do it right, but we want to do it differently. And that results in really fresh work. I almost feel like you're answering my next two questions, but, um, you know, in terms of being surprised to discover something, so... You've talked about um, seeing seeing um, the difference in the work, which is great. And was there anything else that you were surprised to discover? Um, I was, I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I was happy to have the opportunity to see work that I otherwise wouldn't have seen. Mm. Um, and I think that's something that the archive can do for all of us. You know, it can give work the chance to sort of stand on this on on a local stage, and you know, potentially even a global stage if we can share with the rest of the world it's important to have that archive you know for that reason the other thing is if you think about what was sort of world leading design in New Zealand 20 years ago how do you find that <laughs> I don't know um, you know and Katoitoi is actually I believe such an incredible initiative because it's it's a time capsule and and so moving forward I love the idea of actually actually ha- having you know a record every year of of what makes us unique. I mean, I, I think you've already talked about this again, but um, kind of those moments of delight. Um, you've picked out a you know a project from each um, category that you reviewed, but you know, was there anything else kind of from these projects or as a whole? You know, was like that moment of like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I can think of. Yeah. I mean, I think there was a good range of design solutions for small, very small um, brands or initiatives all the way through to really big brands and initiatives. And I always like to see that because people like to say that, you know, well, it's easy to do good work on a, on a small a small brand or a small budget, you know, and you can maybe push the boundaries a bit more because the budget's not as much and the client's going to be more flexible, you know, and uh, this belief that it's impossible to do good work on big clients or on big projects well, there was plenty of work that proved that wrong. I think you can do equally as amazing work on the big stuff as what you can do on the small stuff. If, if everything comes back to that, you know, that one starting point, which is what's the problem to solve, the creative problem to solve, and how can I solve that problem in the most interesting and effective way possible, um, regardless of the budget, regardless of the client, I think that's that's what we should all be um, aiming to do. And the other part of that in terms of clients is the love and trust. It's something we talk about a lot here at Colenso. Um, love and trust is our approach to building relationships with our clients. So we believe that from a place of love and trust, we've got a client that absolutely loves the work that you do and trusts you. Um, and you build the brand together and you build um, the design solutions together and get to a more amazing place than you would have. It's about being in it together, collaborating and um, having a shared ambition to create like the best work in the world. Well, thanks for your time, Maria. Um, I'm really grateful to have had your participation in this um, project and your particular viewpoint and expertise across these um, categories. And it's so interesting to hear um, your insights into the 2020 um, capsule, as you say. Um, and thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. Thanks, Lou. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for the opportunity.